0: Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute.
1: I listened to a few episodes, and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted and the Netflix show Brainchild, so these people know what they're doing.
0: As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers, on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning really cool.
1: The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more, so it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning.
0: So, tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Be open-minded and be like, "Okay, he's going to act different mm-hmm. and th- his family's going to act different than maybe what I'm used to, but I'm okay with that." Mm-hmm. So, we're again, we're giving the easy answer, but it is challenging.
0: What's up everybody welcome back to couple things with
1: Sean and Andrew
0: a podcast all about couples and the
1: things they go through
0: today we have
1: Isaac and Allison Rochelle this couple has a lot going on babe
0: they do including my favorite they just adopted a dog they did and we got to see him
1: so now they have two dogs yes beautiful beautiful dogs and also, a couple months ago, Isaac just recently signed with the Indianapolis Colts after having been with the LA Chargers for several years. Isaac played college football at the University of Notre Dame, which is where he met his wife as of two weeks ago. Yeah. Allison.
0: Actually, the day we interviewed them was the day they got back from their honeymoon, which is technically their, what do they call it? Their...
1: Uh, friends moon? Is that what it's called? Or buddy moon? Buddy moon. Buddy, buddy moon. moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Which is where you have a route, a, a destination wedding with friends. Yeah. Um, but it was really timely to do this interview because Sean and I just celebrated our five-year anniversary. And to speak with a couple who just got married was kind of interesting. It was fun. So we kind of discuss how they're feeling as this whole journey gets started. We, we talk about their new dogs. We also talk about their do good foundation, which is something he'll talk more about. And Their Babes and Braids podcast, which they co-host together. This is a really fun couple. I enjoyed getting to know them. I'm thankful they took the time to join us. And before we get into it, if we haven't yet, please, babe.
0: Uh, Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Yes, and give it a rating while you're at it. And let's go ahead and roll in this one with Isaac and Allison Rochelle. Isaac and Allison, pleasure to meet you. Thanks for taking the time. I know you guys literally just came back from your uh, wedding. So congratulations and glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah
3: we're, we're both super pumped. We're already starting to talk like each other. Uh, four days into marriage.
0: <laughs> but we're super excited uh, to be here. Um, wait, be I have so many questions because a wedding is a huge deal. So first, how did the wedding go?
2: It was, I mean, it was a dream. It was like literally like. It was
0: incredible. I would not have changed one single
3: thing, except maybe like the whole pandemic situation. But
2: it didn't even that didn't even really affect it. So just fun fact, we were planning the wedding and this was we got engaged end of July, Mm -hmm. started planning like within like, you know, 24 hours. It was crazy. I mean, we were fired up, but we were planning like this 150 to 200 person wedding. We set the budget. We were ready to go. And then by like October, we were like wedding planning fatigued. Like we were two months and we love to travel. (laughs) Yeah. Two months. We're like, (laughs) can't do it. But uh, we were kind of like, you know what? We love to travel. Let's do a destination wedding with 60 of our closest family and friends. Keep the same budget and just do do it right. So that's kind of how we came to have this movie like 60 person wedding
1: in Cabo. I mean, it was absolutely.
3: Yeah, it was unreal.
1: Wow. It was huge. Perfect. You just used a term right before we started rolling called a buddy moon. Explain.
3: Yes. So I I didn't even know that that term was a thing. I've heard of baby moon. I've heard of honeymoon, but I've never heard of buddy moon. And so while we were planning, my wedding planner, who is a saint, like I do not know if we would have had a wedding without her, but uh, she was like, "Oh, like, are you guys planning on doing a buddy moon after?" And I was like, "What is that?" And she was like, "Oh, all of your friends like come a few days before, a few days after, and you guys kind of do like a honeymoon but Dude, with your friends."
1: Yeah, and we were that's like, awesome. it, "It was unbelievable." Yeah, that's a way to do it. What it a great way. way! Dang, that's a good way to start things off.
0: So, having gone through your wedding already, I feel like for us, there's so much anticipation that for like the buildup to the wedding. And then it happens in a day and you're like, whoa, okay, now what? Totally. So how does it feel to be married? Does it feel like everything's different or everything's the same?
2: That's the bride question. What do you think? Ari? It's actually
3: funny that you mentioned that because the next morning I was like, I'm I'm like so happy I have a husband. I was like, I'm a little depressed. Like everything I've been planning over the past few months and now it's over and so now I'm like waiting for our videographer to give us like our wedding video because I just want to keep re-watching, reliving. Yeah. But it's I mean, a little it's a little depressing. Not not that
2: I don't love you and want to spend the
3: rest of my life with you, but like that was a great time.
4: Well, and- <laughs> yeah.
2: I disagree. I mean, we ended the wedding and it's like the next day everybody was still there. So we're like, all right, let's go back down to the pool and have some drinks and hang out. So it was I mean, it was unreal. But there's (laughs) definitely like the weird like, God, we had all this planning to do like every day. Ali's like, here's your list of stuff to do. And then you have this what I think is a super relaxing period where it's like, all right, we can breathe for a second. Enjoy being married. Randomly get another dog like as soon as we land. <laughs> wow! But uh, I mean, it was it was fun for us planning, and you know, you learn a lot about each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: to speak with you because i think there's a lot of similarities especially in experiences the day after sean and i got married this is poor planning on my part but we had to fly out to oakland to start otas so we literally got married then like six hours later had an early morning flight and had to fly out uh west but you also both of you spent a lot of time in indiana which is where i was born and raised isaac you're obviously playing in the nfl i grew up a colts fan pumped about your new uh deal with them so congrats on that yeah appreciate it bro couple areas of hesitation though i did see that is it Allison? You have a cat?
3: I do have a cat.
1: That's a little bit of a red flag, but I'm sure we can make it's it faster. It's not a
3: red it. flag. It is, no, it
1: is It is a little red flag. This, cat, this cat's tight. Uh,
3: you know, you guys are just going to have to make a trip out to come and visit her because she is one of a kind. And she, I, okay. I feel like I don't even label myself as a cat person. But once you meet her, you're like, okay, I'm not a cat person, but I'm a Gracie person, which is her name. I got
2: you. Bro, this, okay. this, cat's, this cat's 25 pounds. Like This thing is like a dog dang wait
0: is it like a it's a ragdoll. okay i don't know what
2: that is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is,
0: it <like laughs> a main... is it like a main coon or something it's, it's, it's very similar yeah, yeah it's very similar. oh my gosh
2: i don't know cat breeds like that so i'm gonna just <laughs> that's a... the only one i know <laughs> siamese cat yeah. i think is maybe bro the so one. you you fully understand the like i was trying to explain this to her The like getting married slash like i still have a full-time <laughs> job that i need to be thinking yes. about because like OTAs, we're we're starting OTAs on Monday virtually, but still we didn't know. And I was like, man, I'm gonna be like, I gotta get get my mind and body right to like go compete immediately. Mm-hmm. So you totally understand yeah. that.
1: Wait, what better way to do that than drink a couple margaritas in Cabo? Yeah. You know, eat right? some
0: wedding cake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, do I work out or do I just take <laughs> yeah. it out? Yeah.
1: All right.
0: Well, yeah. I think that plays into the entire NFL lifestyle. For us, you were with the chiefs when we got engaged
1: let me preface this by saying isaac your experience in the nfl has been way different than mine you're a way more talented athlete way more committed than i ever was to actually make it happen and you've had a more successful career as a result so continue with that being said okay yeah
0: we'll talk about that later okay, okay. um no but the whole nfl lifestyle is so it's not what people picture So, for us, we were with the Chiefs when we got engaged. We were planning our wedding. We chose our date. And then he got traded to Oakland. And with OTAs and everything, all the dates changed. And so we found out literally less than a month before our wedding that we're going, he had to report the morning after. But it ties into NFL because you guys have been doing this for a while since 2017 and bouncing around how has that affected wedding planning and your relationship and deciding to move in together or not? And the whole like bouncing all over the country for the past five years.
3: It's definitely played a huge part in decisions we've made in our relationship. Um, I mean, when I, I graduated a year after him from college and immediately when I graduated, I moved out to California because he was with the chargers, but his first year at the chargers, he was actually on practice squad. So with practice squad you guys know this but it's just definitely not very yeah. like concrete or you don't know if you're going to be there next year and whatnot so we didn't move in together basically until you i mean i think you're going to year three yeah just because it was and, a little bit more stable
2: and just to add to that like we weren't married we were kind mm-hmm. of like in this phase where we were like we both have to operate independently mm-hmm. for a number of reasons you know every couple makes their own decisions but we just thought like she needed to do her thing and I need to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of why we were like, let's not move in together immediately. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, once we started to progress, you're living in LA and you're like, what are we doing? This is actually very crazy expensive. expensive. <laughs> dude. Um, and-
3: but, but I would say over the past two years, I mean, it's just been super stable, which we are super grateful for. And we know that doesn't happen with people in the NFL usually. Uh, but learning that we weren't going to be with the Chargers a month before our wedding was probably not the most ideal situation because we were fully expecting just to come straight back to the Chargers. But we got the call, and for about three days, I was like, "Okay, how do I look at Zillow in 32 locations?"
1: <laughs> right, yeah. and Allie, yeah. Yeah, but you <laughs> secretly loved it though, Allison. You see the Zillow play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: well, because you guys know California is super expensive. So I was like, oh, we can definitely buy a house anywhere. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. we got this. I, yeah. I, I secretly would love those calls. It's like, oh, we're deciding between Boston, Detroit, Indianapolis, Florida, Tampa, or Le- Okay. Let me look at the houses <laughs> and choose my favorite. Yeah. Right?
4: Yeah.
1: It is so. Free. Our audience was excited to have this conversation and for us to speak with you. And we're excited because you guys are very uh, vocal about your experience as an interracial couple, but also as a multi-religious couple. And you've mm-hmm. done podcasts on it. I'm curious if the living together situation was influenced by the religious backgrounds that you each had.
2: It did not it didn't. I mean, so we, we came from different backgrounds. Obviously, Allie was in like you know, the Catholic background, I was in like a very intense Southern Baptist Bible belt, all the above type background. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're thankfully like super aligned when it comes to like how we approach religion. So Mm -hmm. for us, the decision that we made to move in together was kind of just based on us, right? Like Mm -hmm. we were not um, convicted about doing that. We didn't feel bad. We didn't base our decisions based on that. Um, And at the end of the day, a huge factor that went into it is kind of realizing that marriage and again, everybody has different opinions, but marriage for us was more about timing mm-hmm. and we kind of knew that we wanted to be together, but the timing necess- wasn't necessarily right. Um, and so we were like, why waste time? Why are we wasting time? If we love each other and like we actually see each other being together forever like we're just wasting time being separate. Like, let's move in. Let's get a dog. Let's like actually start life together.
3: Let's get a dog. <laughs> now let's
2: get, two. let's get three, but, uh, but we're so thankful. We made the decision because mm-hmm. we shared unbelievable life experiences before getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, And then one, one other thing that I would uh just talk about on that note is now we are married and we have so much confidence and excitement going into married life because I know who Ali is. Like, there's no, there's no secrets here. And same with me. Like, you know who I am. You know who I am. How I'm yeah. at six in the morning when I wake up early, whatever it may be. When you're you grouchy
1: or super happy. Yeah. Which one are you? I'm fired up in the morning. Ali's. <laughs> <bro>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <Then laughs> no, same with I us. I feel that. <laughs> Go off of that. Yeah. I think like we we I personally didn't want to move in until we got engaged because I'm like, well, why would you buy the cow if you're getting the milk for free? That phrase. But then I was
0: like,
1: first of all, it, never heard that. Love how you just yeah." Tossed I, it in. I, I've never <laughs> heard that. I'm like, so now you want to break out new Okay,
0: sorry. <laughs> I've never heard that either, and I'm still processing
2: uh,
3: it. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I like it.
3: Yeah, but um, yeah, it just it just came down to like, I think we would we just didn't want our religion to prevent us from like being happy together and continue going in our relationship. If that makes sense.
0: No, I I like that within within your relationship though. And we we ask about religion because we just did this um, podcast on deal breakers and people really thought that religion could make or break a relationship. Mm. And at the end of our our podcast, we said, honestly, if you're like, if the foundation is there Mm -hmm. to where you guys are operating within the same, you know, journey and path, then it it can work. But for you guys within separate, you know, um, upbringings and religions, how did you guys align yourselves to where it works out for you?
2: So that's another good question. And you're one. <laughs> it's
3: like, that's a good question. Let me think about that for a second. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm.
3: Well, I, I think because we had been dating for five years before we moved in together. So I think we already had such a great foundation and we kind of like grew up together. I mean, we met when we were 19 years old. So I feel like some couples grow apart or some couples can grow together. And I think that our mindsets just kind of started to become more aligned and well, so
2: and we had a lot of shared religious experiences like we went on a mission trip together and mm-hmm. like this is like you know first year of dating i'm like hey cuz i was in a religious phase where i was like you know let's go on mission trips and do all this stuff so i was like come with me and like we shared that experience together and then mm-hmm. after reflecting on it you st- that's like another layer of like making sure you're aligned right cuz we're discussing mm-hmm. that experience and right. then it just kept bringing us closer and closer and like we were more and more aligned every time we had those experiences so it was a very like she said we grew up religiously together and it was a natural progression to now like we know how we want to raise kids without having like very explicit conversations we're aligned.
1: Do you feel like either both of you forfeited some of the traditional values or religious values that you were raised with or was it really more of like a compromise like hey this is the co- this is a conversation that like this fits what i feel like we're about and this doesn't and you know what i'm saying i mean
2: 100% we definitely both kind of were like all right let's scratch take, that take that let's leave that. <laughs> but i mean that's any, that's any anybody's religious experience is very mm-hmm. much like that yeah, i think
3: yeah. it also helps that we're both a little bit more open-minded so if he brings something to me and he's like hey this is super important to me i need to be more open-minded to that to make our relationship work and to make our relationship grow
2: yeah but it's funny like uh we've just been to each other's like hometown churches and it's definitely funny to be like to like just talk about it after and Allie be like, wow, I can't believe they said that. And I'm like, wow, that was like super whatever. Mm Um, but yeah.
1: Today's show is, I'm, I'm curious as we mentioned also that it seems like you've gotten quite a bit of pushback with the interracial, uh, relationship that you guys have been in and you did a whole episode on it. I would love for you to kind of explain what that was and how you've been able to navigate that. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, I just think, like, to start, we kind of have to talk about, like, uh, just kind of, like, my personal background mm-hmm. racially. I
4: guess
2: um, my
3: personal, ra- well, yeah, go Yeah, ahead. like,
2: I just came from a place where, like, there were a lot of issues with interracial relationships. Like, mm-hmm. in Georgia, my high school, like, people were not, it was not okay for there to be interracial relationships. And so I've had that, like, mindset and just kind of that framework for a long time. And then, like, you can explain kind of your background, which is not as, like, intense.
3: Yeah, well, I grew up in a predominantly white area, but my family has always been very diverse and, like, the people that my parents have hung out with and the experiences my parents have given us. So I have always been open-minded, but I feel like the people around me in my hometown and even, like, in college maybe been a little bit more closed-minded. I don't even know if closed-minded is the word. I think it's more just, I don't even know what, what word do you use, but so he comes from a place that's like very openly
1: like low-key kind of racist
3: yeah and then i come from georgia is
1: that right Hmm? georgia you're from from georgia yeah yeah yeah
3: and i'm and i'm from michigan so i mean the south from the north is just very different
2: and then so like we start you know talking whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of going into the relationship i'm always like like, I always, when I would date white girls, I would always ask, like, what is your dad going to think about this? Like, is this going to be an issue? So I kind of still had that, like, I mean, you can call it trauma almost going into this relationship. Mm-hmm. Her parents were super cool, no issues. Um, but like, definitely, you, she had friends that had like issues with it and would say things like, um,
3: like, the oh, yeah, like, I think Isaac's a great guy. But that's because he talks white
2: or like, they like, just very, would be like oh, really? I, but like he goes to notre dame so that's like
3: yeah like he's educated i'm just like why is there ever a cutoff
2: it's it mm-hmm. was super weird and bothersome mm-hmm. and then just like
3: and then it, it comes a whole like oh well you're only dating him because he's a professional athlete and i'm like when people have to find excuses with my relationship mm-hmm. it's like or i'm just dating him because he's a great guy despite his color his job his upbringing like maybe he's just a great guy
2: and like we have mm-hmm. had people that have like on her YouTube channel and her Instagram and even mine, like we've well, had people TikTok, that have like, it's like, just... I mean, they just fire off. And it is, uh it is something that we've grown kind of numb to, like it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think people who think like that are kind of dumb. I mean, for there's no reason to use another word, mm-hmm. Um but it's just like, we, ha- we have dealt with a lot of issues, but, I think more than anything, our core group and the people that were just at our wedding and our families, you know, that's what really matters. People are going to have issues with whatever it may be. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're thankful for the people that we do have.
0: Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant. And now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about it is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with Bear. It's breathable and soft and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast. In the drop down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. So I feel like whenever you're blending families of any kind, I mean, it could be of whether it's different religion, different language, different culture, there's always going to be disagreements of like, whether your family approves or your community approves or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to an interracial couple, it's very prominent in the media right now with The Bachelor and just everything. It's been conversations that Andrew and I have had in depth because- It's, it's so, I don't want to say discouraging to witness something like that and be like, okay, this could be an amazing moment for the entire world. Let's, (laughs) let's like actually teach the world something. Right. If you could sum up your relationship, because you guys had you, I mean, from the 10 minutes we've talked, you guys had a lot working against each other. You had religion, you had community, you had culture, you had upbringing how how do you get past that? You keep saying open-mindedness, mm-hmm. which is literally a conversation we had last night mm. <laughs> about being open-minded. And I, I love when people are, because I think it's just a human duty that we should be more open-minded to everybody.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What would be your one piece of advice to everybody in, in educating them to be more open-minded and to just see past difference?
2: Yeah. Which
0: we do on a daily basis. So,
2: I think, uh, I think it's like a saying I always use is like, leave it at the door, like check it at the door. Andrew, you've probably heard that in football, but it's like, you know, I think some of the stuff you just have to like leave at the door and get to know the person. Like the first time we met, it was a very organic meeting. There was no like set up. You guys are so compatible. You guys both like this and this and this. It was like, we just met. Right. And then like, then you start to unpack all this other stuff. And, you know, if you're three weeks into really like falling in love with somebody and then you learn some of these other things, Mm -hmm. it's like super easy to digest. Right. And so that's Mm kind of how it worked for us. So my advice would be, you know, you know, check your pride, check all the other stuff at the door and really just get to know somebody.
3: Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is such a hard thing to answer, especially when Mm -hmm. you're like, I feel like I grew up in, in, I'm so grateful for my upbringing because my parents never taught us to discriminate. They always taught us to be open-minded. And I mean, I just, I can't even say like open-mindedness enough because if I wasn't open-minded, I'd be like, Oh, like things I see on the media about like, somebody with this religion, I'm going to assume this about them. And so I just have to be open-minded to that. That is just like one thing. And I can't take that and apply
0: it to multiple people. So open-mindedness. And let's
4: not, let's not get
1: it twisted.
0: And then I, I want to go one step further.
1: Wait, I'm going to cut you off. I wanted to hear what
0: okay, I mean, said.
2: Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> my um, No, I was going to say, let's not get it twisted. Like, it's very challenging, right? Like, if you met my dad, for instance, because I'm interracial, my dad is, like, totally different the way he talks, culturally, everything from her family. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's all, oh, like, they, they're so cute, like, whatever. Like, there's still, like, a process that has to happen. Like, Allie does have to like meet my dad and like learn more about my culture and like Mm -hmm. what's going on. So I think like we're giving like the like oversimplified answer that's like, you know, just fall in love. But it is, Mm -hmm. it is very challenging. You do have to be open-minded and be like, okay, he's gonna act different Mm -hmm. and his family's gonna act different than maybe what I'm used to. But I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. So we're again, we're giving the easy answer, but it is challenging.
4: Yeah.
1: Today's show is also, I do want to say, Allison, you said people told you you were just dating Isaac because he's a professional athlete, but I, based off TikToks, I've seen Isaac. It seems like you're just dating Allison because she's six foot. How tall are you?
3: I am six feet tall. (laughs) Just oh my for my the D-
1: D1 babies, is that right? Is that what that yep. is? D1 babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? My dad, my dad gave me two
2: pieces of it, but my dad's country, he always says, I'm country fried chicken. Like my dad is a huge country dude. <laughs> We're just giving
3: you guys all these new things. You guys can I use know.
2: them Yeah, yeah all yeah.
3: Time,
2: And he always said, do not marry, He well, I'll give you one piece of advice. He goes, don't marry short girl. So not saying anything against short wow. girls, but He was so out of control with saying so- that.
4: <laughs> But yes.
3: he got me, he got his wish. He was like, oh, the grandbabies, they're going to be so tall. I'm like, let's get oh, through the first week of marriage and then we can talk about grandbabies later. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, That's
4: funny.
3: Yeah, the breakfast, after the day after our wedding at breakfast, he goes, so grandkids. And I was like, hold on. Yeah.
1: Funny. I do kind of want to hear the story of how you two first met because this is on your wedding website. Yes. And there's two beverages involved, <laughs> vodka and coffee. So... Give us the debrief here.
3: I'll start it off. So just a quick background. My sister dated and still dates um, somebody from Notre Dame, and he was teammates with Isaac. So one weekend, I decided to go down to Notre Dame because I went to Michigan State. I just kind of want to get away for the weekend, have some fun, whatever. And then um, I decided to go to a party one night and take it away.
2: Yeah, and I was hosting recruits. Andrew, you probably know all about that, having to host recruits in college. And I was not really in the phase of my life where I was really like going out, trying to turn up, have a good time. I was kind of in like a chill phase. Um,
3: Opposite and of so, me. Yeah. Vodka. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I'll go out because I have to host these recruits. And one of my, well, one, I walk in this party and I see Allie there and she had on crop top, a crop top and Tim's on. And I was like, I've never in my life seen a white girl with crop top with a crop top and fins on and I was like I gotta ch- talk to her so um well that's just like my goal so then one of my homies was actually talking to her and he was like hey Ike come take a shot with us and I was like bro you know I hate shots and I'm like kind of sorry I'm like, like have a I-? shot
3: with me come on and I'm
2: like god now I'm about to look like a bum with this girl that looks great and then uh <laughs> she was like well if you won't take a shot have a beer with me so we sat there and had a beer together. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We talked for like two hours and then uh, fast forward to the next day, we were texting each other cause we exchanged numbers and um, I was studying for finals and she was like, Hey, well, like if you kind of want to escape studying for your finals, uh, let's go on a date. And I was like, all right, let's go get coffee. I did not, I
3: did not say you date. You asked him out, huh? No, I did not say date. date. You're making wow. that
2: up. Okay. Well, what did you say? <laughs> well,
3: I was like, do you want to go get coffee? That's not a date.
2: Regardless, we ended up at a coffee shop and we chatted for four hours, and it was that's like date. That's a date. That's a date. That's a date. Quite literally a date. A date. <laughs> it's
0: okay. So like, it's
3: okay. I asked
2: oh, about cool. and then so the, I mean the rest is kind of history. Here we are.
3: Well, I, wait, wait. He left out a very important piece of information. Is that at the end of the date, he actually texted his brother telling him how that he like met the girl he was going to marry and all this stuff, but he
2: Whoa. accidentally. Said, hey, I was no. at a-
0: oh my gosh
2: it was wor- i mean at the time i'm like this is worst case scenario you know
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I felt like such uh, a bum and yeah. then uh i
3: was like wait i thought he didn't like me
2: god i was like oh, I no to- he's gonna
3: marry you yeah i was like apparently i'm already engaged so well, i was
2: texting my brother like bro i haven't been out in a while and like i finally go out and i meet this girl she's great like she's wearing
3: tim's in a crop top
1: Damn. Is that what you <laughs> wore to the coffee shop too, Allison? <laughs> she's, she's been wearing it ever since. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We, Okay, just because we, we've we also talked on podcasts about like pickup lines and first impressions.
2: Yeah, I do want to hear When
0: this. you actually received that text message oh. on accident, what oh, was your, your t- initial... Yeah, go ahead. Well,
3: it's funny. Yeah. It's actually funny because, and super cheesy. But I actually texted my mom that the that night, and I was like, "Mom, I met a guy that drives a truck and listens to country music. I'm going to marry him." So it was like,
0: "Oh, oh my gosh, that's really cute." Hey, he <laughs> checks.
1: He checks all the boxes. Drives a truck. Listens to country music. Yeah, yeah right. right. And, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's got a... <laughs> <laughs> what a what a pickup line. Standards.
3: Very simple standards. <laughs> We're like, we'll do you remember
1: happens. the pickup line what'd you it, say i mean it was it was literally
3: my pickup line was do you want to take a shot very romantic
2: well wow. you saying she was like well will you just have a beer with me i'm like i'm like i'm just glad to be here talking to you like <laughs> sure i have a beer with you what are we talking about oh, um man. and we were like both i guess you weren't really just out of a relationship but i was kind of just out of another relationship and like I was in a super like, I'm listening to country music, but I'm also listening to Drake. Like I'm in my fields, So we were like talking about like, do you believe in true love? Like just corny, like just hanging out, like acting like we know what we're talking about. But it was like, it was kind of perfect timing though. Mm-hmm. I, the country yeah. phase is kind of random. Yeah, it's okay. ended. But
1: I feel like it's worth saying, Isaac, I actually uh, rarely hosted recruits. I don't think I was ever in a phase of life and my coaches knew this where I was like the fun one it was like, God. if we send this recruit with Andrew, they're for sure not <laughs> yeah. coming to Vanderbilt. So it was always, well, so I was, me. yeah, you're like, right, don't do it. But I was the yeah. guy
2: who was like, I was scheming trying to get the $80. Cause they'd give you. $80 yeah. Yeah. This is hilarious. So I did not know I, this. So I would get, I got along with all the people that were like, in charge making decisions so i was like listen if you ever have recruits like send them with me my way i'll handle it it." And at the time i'm not really going out like that but i'm still just trying to get the free meal and eighty (laughs) dollars
1: thanks so then you dated for five years you got engaged last july july on a podcast that uh allison the the chargers had you hosting was it better halves is that what the Mm -hmm. name of it was yep
3: better half podcast did you know it was coming I didn't know it was coming, but I kind of did. Um, and the reason I say that is because I actually went to go and work out with a few of the, uh, wives from the chargers. And while we were there, a few of them were like, oh, you guys going to like this, uh, like Jerry's tonight on the beach. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And one of the girls was like, well, I don't want to go if you're not going. And then Isaac called me like right after my workout, he goes, hey, we're going to this, this house tonight. And I was like, okay, I think I'm getting engaged there. Cause I would have already been ready. Um, right. But then you were just kind of acting a little weird.
2: So she has this really like it, this. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys get into like. Uh, have you ever heard of like Monica the Medium? No. Or, like what's that girl's name? Well, fill anyways, us in. so, so no, yeah. fill us in. I'm curious. Who's well, Monica? It, it's unreal. So Allie's. Well, you can tell the story. Cause... So
3: so my grandma passed away. It might not seem relevant, but it's definitely relevant. So my grandma passed away my freshman year of college. She passed away before Christmas, but she had already gotten me a present for Christmas. And on Christmas, I opened up this jewelry box in the shape of an owl. And I, on the inside, it says, "Owl, will always love you. And ever since then, it, whenever I see owls, it's like a symbol.
2: We see them mm. at the, I mean, it is like. We
3: see him at like the perfect cra- time. Yeah, though. Yeah, it's crazy. So the morning I, of we got engaged, I was actually scrolling on TikTok and I saw an owl. And I was like, I knew I'm, not, I'm like, getting engaged today.
2: It was like uh, this crazy uh-huh. TikTok wow. with like. I mean, when do you ever see Al anyways, like with like 40 hours in the video and mm-hmm. she messaged me and she was like, I don't know why, nah. but I just feel like today is going to be a great day. Yeah. And I was like, and this is I, this was when I was going over to get her ring. Like I literally was going to pick up her ring from my homie's house and she messaged me that and I like, got chills. I'm like, this is crazy because she's like, mm-hmm. she doesn't know that she's about to get
1: proposed to in like two hours. Uh-huh. I didn't, but it
3: kind of was like, eh, we'll see.
1: First of all, the the scene where you guys got engaged, the backdrop right. was like, oh Yeah, we're actually currently, currently at
4: the hotel. Oh, no. amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Full circle. We,
2: we planned it, yeah. Any, any live things we do, we come back. Yeah, we come hotel. all the way
3: back here and do them here. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is—it was gorgeous. And Isaac knows I'm like all about like ca- like capturing things on videos. It's my favorite part of like having YouTube channels. I have all these memories I can look back on. And so the backdrop was just amazing. It made for great great photo backdrop.
2: And then I had yeah. like, because uh, I, I know how she is. I had like a whole like he went he went and get- picked
3: out outfits. He took my friend and he went to like the mall and they he made her try and outfits for me and Wait had them waiting nah.
2: yeah, for the engagement party like I had yeah. an engagement party for later already planned and like it was just like a really it's kind of
1: a magical day you're welcome wow. did you say so yourself
4: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: wow yeah So I, I want to talk about vlogging in two ways. Allison, you've been in the game for a minute. I yeah, want to hear about why you got into it. And then Isaac, I also want to hear about your experience vlogging in the NFL in college. Because there's, first of all, there's not a lot of people that have done it. Yeah. I feel like it's like you, I used to, before I stopped getting calls. Now, the phone's quiet, bro. I got, <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, yeah. And then maybe a handful of others. But how'd you get into it, Allison?
3: Um, honestly, So while I was in college, I was going through a really bad time in my life where I had really bad hormonal acne. And so I was always on YouTube, like researching how to cure it, blah, 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 blah. And then I started finding girls on there that were like, oh, here's a vlog of my day and here's this. And I just kind of fell in love with YouTube. And so I kind of started like around junior year of college. But at that time, it was like not like something people did. So it was very awkward to like pull out a camera and talk to yourself. Um, but eventually Isaac came around to, well, not that you weren't with it, but you came around to like the idea of just being cool with me. Like, Hey guys, we're here. Uh, but my favorite part about it is definitely looking back on the memories. Like when he got drafted, I was vlogging that whole weekend and yeah, it's that's crazy. so much fun looking back on that stuff.
1: Isaac, she did a video looking at, uh, of like, a the pep rally back. This is one of your first videos. Yeah. And you were cheesing so hard. You were up on stage. (laughs) Big
2: I loved it, dude. She, uh, it's so funny. Like, when she first started vlogging, I was like, bro, you know how it is when you're in like a locker room in that setting? I'm like, do not put me on this thing. I'm not trying to be in a team meeting and have (laughs) them start clowning me. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be in it um but she's she's really good at it like there's an art form to it you can't just be kind of you know i don't know how to explain it you guys get it um so i just kind of was like sure like i'll just get into it and then i've done like a couple a couple little vlogs but i don't even consider myself a quote-unquote youtuber
3: it's funny how far Um, he's came though from like not really being okay with it because of like teammates and then like to TikTok where I'm like, "Hey, can you dress up as a girl for this TikTok?" and he's Man, like, "Oh god, right. I'm about to get clowned in the yeah.
2: locker." I told her, "I'm like that video can be up for like a few hours. If it starts rolling, you can keep it up. If not, it's coming down like- <laughs> I <laughs> did the same thing to him.
0: <laughs> I did the same thing to him with a YouTube video where I did full like a full set of makeup. I'm talking lashes, everything. Uh-huh. And the first the first comment he got was from my dad.
1: Oh. He literally, we we uh, were engaged. He looked at me and just like shook his head. Like it, it he wasn't being funny. <laughs> yeah. he, like shook his head. Like what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, sorry, dude. But this that's this. We, we,
3: Isaac and I actually have a bet, and I'll have always wanted to film that exact video where I do his makeup. And he was like, okay, 50,000 right. subscribers. You have to get there and then I'll do it. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Like, yeah. I can't
0: up. wait to watch that
3: video.
2: Yeah. 50, subscribers. Like, at that point, people don't, they want to see other stuff. They don't need to see. No, they want to see that.
0: No, that'll be the celebratory. Oh. We just hit 50,000.
1: Yeah, maybe. So you brought up something and I want to try my best at explaining it. Why vlogging, there's an art form to it. And I was thinking the closest parallel you can make is like when you ask somebody how their day was, very few people can actually tell a compelling story as to how yeah. their day went. And the, sure. the fact of, of or the the talent and skill of being able to string together a story over a full day is, is hard. Yeah. And you do it. You've done it a great job at it for for years allison so respect but and And editing editing is like super hard yeah it's crazy yeah that's That's
3: funny i've actually never heard of that like how can you make your day look interesting for people to watch
1: how can you make a
3: it look (laughs) interesting yeah quarantine definitely got sketch i was like nobody wants to see me sitting on the couch
4: but they did but they kind of do that's
0: when you pull out the makeup on isaac
1: what do you view you guys have a lot going on a lot of Really amazing things, talents you've been given. I'm curious. This is a big question, oh, but I want, to, I want I want you so to give it your best. What do you view as like your mission together as a couple? You know is, what I'm saying I feel, good, I feel that, like it's something like, great, but how do you view?
2: We have uh, like other than you know we'll skip like the kind of like we want to just be madly in love. We'll skip yeah, that yeah. answer because that's kind of yeah. assumed. Yeah, um, I just think like we have a lot of like collectively we have a lot of like talents and like skills. And I'm really focused right now on just like maximizing us as like a couple. I don't know how to explain it, but like we're just doing some really cool things and we have some things in the works that uh, I would love to come to fruition and like look up and be like, wow, like we've just made some really good decisions. Mm -hmm. Like I'll give you an example. So we just uh, started this Airbnb. Hey. And i still like, we just bought it in October, a house, fully renovated it. The thing is absolutely gorgeous um, and it's done really well, but like that's something that I want to do with her and like absolutely dominate doing that as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if that answers your questions. We just have so many different things, which could include having like 10 golden retrievers.
3: Definitely, uh, hey, definitely. I'm on that. board with
1: that. We should we get an in here. Yeah.
3: We already got two golden retrievers now, so we just got eight more. No, Wait, we're not. Who's the, who's the new one behind you?
1: No, that's so a this, pillow. She's <laughs> not new. Oh.
0: No, it's a dog. Oh, that's
1: a that's not a pillow. That's a dog. That is
0: a dog. Frankie. Wow.
1: That's Frankie. a golden retriever?
0: <gasps> oh, oh my
3: god, she's, oh, she's so cute. Oh, Dang. and then our other one's right over here. Come here. Come.
2: So we this this little little girl we got yesterday. She uh, she's from China actually. Wait. Wait. The so it's, what's the Buggies, Bugs Bunny or what are Bunny they?
3: Is Bugs Bunny's Bunny's buddies. Bunny's buddies.
2: So she's she's not from them, but she is. She uh, so
3: she through um crap. Not of course it's I'm blanking. Beagle's it.
2: Freedom Project. Yeah,
3: Beagle's Freedom yeah. Project. So um, but she came from China. She was like wow. gonna go to the meat trade, and now she's in Huntington Beach. Oh, thank you. Guys. It
2: up. Wow. The question about what? What do you, what are we gonna like? What's the what's the mission here?
3: I think I want to get to a point where Isaac and I are like doing Airbnbs and having so much fun doing them that it doesn't feel like work. And then also we love traveling.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So I would just love to like, even when we have kids, just like go to so many countries, experience cultures
0: and just kind of like, I don't know, it's just life with your best friend. I'm excited. Yeah. So and speaking, speaking about mission, you guys also have local human, which feeds mm-hmm. into the do good foundation. Can you talk about how that got started? And well,
1: so,
2: research has been
1: done.
0: You gotta do
4: merch
1: research. has not been purchased yet, but yeah. soon
4: we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get
2: some shirts. So, ali's less involved in local human now, but she was like, pretty much, you were designing like all the shirts mm-hmm. initially. But, uh, but local, it all
3: started during quarantine.
2: Quarantine that was it's quarantine. <laughs> Our first shirt had quarantine mm-hmm. on it, yeah. but, uh, it was just kind of something like both of us, we've done the mission trips. We've done kind of a lot of stuff to focus on giving back and like us and some of our friends just kind of wanted to create something to really impact people. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just, you know, when, when COVID hit, we were all kind of in this weird space where we're like, you know, one, we hate this Two, We need to be doing more to give back. Like, you know, like we all want to get involved. So we just wanted to help create something that could give people that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been like a really cool venture, especially for me yeah. and being in the NFL. Like it's just been really cool to be able to exercise my want to give back.
3: But and it also helps other people give back. So like every time you buy a shirt, a certain uh, like
2: amount of proceeds, amount
3: of proceeds go towards other things. So it's like you're you're allowing other people to help with those organizations that they care about, too. And,
2: and just cool. Just to get a little bit more specific, we started it in uh, May of last year. To raise money for Meals on Wheels because we were like, man, the elderly population is getting tore up by COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. So she designed a shirt, and then with that shirt, we donated, you know, thousands of meals to Meals on Wheels mm-hmm. just from selling them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's just again, just a really cool opportunity to give give back.
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: want to ask one more question before we close. Uh, in your podcast about dealing with racism. One of the things you said, Isaac, was uh, you welcome judgment together as a couple. Why is that your attitude towards people's opinions?
2: Yeah, it's I just don't care. I mean, we we live in a world where people are so quick to judge and it's like we're, we're so used to it now. Like, I don't care if you have something to say. I don't care. And like, not only do I not care, like, you know, people say like, Bad press is good press. If y'all want to sit here and hate on us, like you're still literally like supporting us, mm-hmm. you know, indirectly. But uh, I also, oh, <laughs> James, we're married. I also think. Crazy. It's where, <laughs> I, mean, it's I also like,
3: think weird. it's a thing where it's like, okay, well, we're gonna prove you wrong. Like you can think whatever you want. We welcome that your judgment, but your judgment doesn't affect us. We're still gonna be doing us. We're gonna be just fine, and we're gonna prove everyone mm-hmm.
4: wrong.
2: Yeah, and it's like. We love each other it's kind of the same thing you know if you want to hate on us or like hate on like the concept of us we're still rolling either way like mm-hmm. we're doing our thing we're like whatever like all kind of like the basic answers but uh yeah. it's so much bigger than some comments or whatever like that doesn't matter
4: mm-hmm.
1: well i love i love the uh, team attitude it seems like you guys have together and I, I think one unique thing that i encourage you to continue to do is your willingness to have a conversation. With mm-hmm. people who, as, as you said, uh, might be ignorant uh, in, in mm-hmm. some degree. But uh, like not caring in the sense of y- you realize that their opinion might just be coming from a bad place. Not mm-hmm. just absolutely not, you know, not caring about who that person is. And mm-hmm. to, anyway, so that's a little bit of a tangent. But I would love from the newlyweds. Yes. Oh, newlyweds.
0: Newlyweds. What <laughs> is... <laughs> in the 4 days you've been married. It's crazy. What is the best piece of relate we'll do relationship. How about mm-hmm. instead of marriage? What is the best piece of a, of relationship advice you have been given or would give? Remember what my dad said in his speech?
2: What?
0: This is a little
3: inappropriate. My dad said that um and this is the best thing I've ever heard and I can't believe he said this at my wedding, but he goes Whenever you're arguing, just get naked and the argument won't last long. And I'm just like, oh, my so <laughs> oh God.
4: But I think, I think
3: my best advice is look at your relationship as as if you would look at it as your best friend. Don't work, like, don't fight each other. Try and work together. Because some of the things that stress me out, he's probably going to be stressed out too. So if I take my stress out on him, it's just going to make a, a, big, a bigger mess. So if I'm stressed about, like, moving i need to like vocalize that that stress so he doesn't feel like i'm attacking him and just kind of be like hey how can we work on my stress together and maybe it'll help you too but definitely working as a team that's been a huge thing and a huge place we've grown in our relationship over the past few years
2: totally i'm trying to think of mine i would say this and this is this one needs a little explanation so my dad used to always give me all all this advice the and dads it's not the best it's experience. not the it's not, don't marry don't a marry girl. shirt
1: girl. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. That's it. But no, he, used to,
2: uh, he used to always tell me at the end of the day, son, you can't raise somebody else's children. And it's just such a good piece of advice. Cause like we talked about our challenges and like we overcame those, but like sometimes like at the end of the day, like you have to find somebody that you like deeply love who they are at their core um, and I feel like we found that and mm-hmm. like, we can't like change who we are. We are who we are. We might come from different places and have different, like, like external things, but like internally we are madly in love with who we are. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a weird piece of advice,
1: but it's always held true. And yeah.
3: And mm-hmm. now we're here married for four days.
2: <laughs> for day.
1: I, I think towards the beginning of the podcast, one of you said something to the effect of, you know, there's no new surprises or anything we don't know about the other person. And I am, I believe that marriage is like the coolest thing ever. I don't care. You know, people read self-improvement books and listen to all these hype motivation speeches. I honestly think that marriage is the best form of that Mm -hmm. and Sean and I's five year anniversary is tomorrow actually.
4: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. We're excited, but it's, it's kind of cool to see you guys who are newly married. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we've been doing a lot of reflecting over our five years and well, you'd say what you've been saying all along. Like if you could go back. Well, it's,
0: it's so hard because you guys are literally in that position, but I remember our wedding day and I remember thinking I was on top of the world. I could not get any higher. I could not love this man anymore. This is like the epitome of what fairy tales are. And I, I'm excited for you guys because five years in for us, we've rewatched our wedding video and I almost laugh at the people we were at our wedding in such a good way. But it's so, like your love becomes not just this superficial thing that you have. It becomes like your absolute core. And with every year that goes by, it gets better and better with every argument, with every disagreement and loss and joy. It just becomes the coolest thing ever. And so, yeah, I, I it's the best.
4: Yeah.
1: And, it's
0: the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's the best thing you'll ever do. Did you just mm-hmm. call their
1: their love superficial? Is that what? Yeah. You I just,
3: <laughs> yeah. I feel like you don't even know. Everybody's <laughs> no, everybody, everybody no.
2: Says that though. They always say like, you know, well, people always go the first year's always the hardest. So like, we kind of operate of like under the like framework that yeah, like we don't expect like we're we've done this, but like you guys are obviously like way more seasoned than us, and it's like we we are like. Who knows what challenges we will face mm-hmm. but then you're like all right we you come out, out stronger this. on
0: the other side you have yeah, a- yeah, I will yeah. I will say though the first year yes I would agree looking back it's the hardest but when you go through it it's not hard mm-hmm. because I mean it, it does that make sense like you're yeah, just living. Did you yeah guys you're just living you're it? just living your first year and it's crazy and you're figuring out what it's like to be a married couple which is In some way, shape or form different than it was before, Mm
2: -hmm. but it's
0: still the best.
2: For sure. I was going to ask real quick. Did you guys live together before you got married or what was kind of like the process?
1: We were (laughs) were talking about this as we were watching your video. Uh, We did everything we could to not. So I come from a pretty conservative Christian background. Uh, Sean's whole upbringing was way different because she was a professional athlete at 12. Uh, (laughs) So we we maintained separate living situations not that we always used our own individual <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense so on I was like, paper
0: we always had two homes
1: well had, uh, <laughs> two apartments but uh but yeah
2: yeah
0: we yeah, you used have like one.
1: one so you're like yes and no yeah, yeah. so
2: then well, and
0: as you guys know with the nfl it makes it so hard you can't go to kansas city and buy two apartments and
2: literally can't yeah yeah um and then, to, not to just like extend the podcast, but uh, no,
0: we're
3: we're changing positions now. So Go then, ahead. like
2: from that from that like place, did you feel like you moved in and you were like, oh, we've done this before? Or did you move in and you were like, no, this is actually much different than having two separate spots after
1: marriage? You mean, yeah, or moving living together? Uh well, I think I think marriage. The I think the reason people say the first year of marriage is hard is because just like any major life change like graduating from college or having a baby or getting married there's like an identity shift that happens where you realize like oh it's not about Isaac anymore it's not about Andrew it's like you and this is cliche but it's like you you are now considering a whole nother person's how how you're affecting that other person and so there's like this identity shift that you know Mm -hmm. it, it takes a while to to move into um I think we had a lot of We had a blast our first year, even though it was straight chaos. (laughs) So Sean, Sean went on tour for like three months. I didn't see her. I was getting picked up and cut by teams. (laughs) So I don't like, there was definitely conflict, but it was always, we always assumed that, okay, like it'll be over tomorrow, like this fight or whatever. So.
0: And there's this very strange little shift that you guys will feel over time when you go from being fiance to husband and wife. Mm-hmm. to where i feel like when there's when it's fiance and dating in the back of your mind you're always trying to impress the other person cuz you're not quite crossed the fan, like right. like yeah. you're not across the finish line yet as soon as you cross that finish line it's like oh this is like my person like whatever <laughs> i got him and right. whether you whether you feel that or not that starts to come out a lifestyle and when you when we truly moved in together and had just our one place it did feel a little different but it's just because over time you're like oh i actually didn't really know that you didn't close cabinet doors like ever <laughs> like ever
1: bro that's like the and that's like, like I thought uh, that apparently like, <laughs> it might be my only flaw <laughs> yeah. i think yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you I'm, just, I'm I'm, you I'm just start seeing the lifestyle and it's it's a year of adjustment but it's fun because you're like I'm literally sharing space with my husband now, um
1: you said that in like a bad way. No, like and a good. It it's like it's <laughs> the best <laughs>
0: thing. It's just it's the okay. best thing when you have to close the cabinet doors. It I is, and you can't reach them.
1: <laughs> I'm also excited for you. I don't know if you're going to be in Indianapolis during the Indy 500. Oh, you've probably been because you went to Notre Dame. No, oh, I did have. Go,
2: I mean, we're going to. Yeah, do, it was during
3: football season. We're doing,
2: doing all doing? that. Yeah, 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 I don't know what
1: Once we end this podcast, I'm going to get your number. We'll we'll hang out. I go up there. Like six times a year, so uh, would, would love to meet you know. in person. but We know
3: absolutely nobody there,
4: so you know.
1: Nice. It's a good place. Entirely true. It's fun. Well, Isaac, Allison, thank you so much for the time. Uh, I know you guys, you know, probably will be getting a call from the hotel here saying that they're kicking <laughs> you yeah. out. But uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, and I'm excited for what's next for you. Thank you so much. It was nice to be on here. This was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. Thank yeah.
0: you guys for having us. Of course, yeah. and congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Welcome to the best part of your life.
4: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh.
2: You know, going to church together and doing all these things. Wow, I'm getting phone call.
1: Pick it up. Yeah, I'm you're... actually curious. Pick it up. I'm curious what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
4: Look, sorry,
3: you guys need to check out of your room now? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Hello? I can't be yes, beginning. wait, here we go.
2: This is live. Yeah, we're extending till uh, two o'clock.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, Tell
4: this, me, is, this awesome. is
0: awesome.
1: What if it was like uh, the FBI on the other side and said, "Hey, we're locking down the hotel for the next 24 hours. You're stuck in." It would have been be crazy.
2: Like that's clutch. Yeah,
1: this
4: is.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors. I don't think, babe, do we? No.